Thanks for joining us here on Community Matters. Saturday mornings on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Carewell Services Southwest, what we used to know as the Area Agency on Aging, is joining us today to talk about scams seniors and really the people who love them too should know about and that affect them. Stacy Wines is the executive director and she joins us today. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Richard. How are you? Great. Good to see you. You as well. Older folks are vulnerable to scams and people are, some people are working to exploit that. And we would try to counter that with some good information here. I think it's first, most important to know why scammers are targeting seniors. And, you know, they just go to them because they think that older adults are the wealthiest. They think they have plenty of savings and plenty of money in the bank. But what people don't realize, it's not just wealthy adults who are targeted. We're finding more and more and statistics show more and more that older adults with low income are also at risk for fraud. I think The biggest one I would like to start with is just the financial scams Uh where people try to spoof numbers and they'll give you a call and there's a sense of urgency. If there's ever a sense of urgency, it is a big red flag to hang up. And I don't know how you were raised, but I know in my household, we had to use manners when we were on the phone. Oh, sure. To use, yeah, absolutely. Never hang up on anybody and listen to them all the way through. And I think we're dealing with a population who taught us that. So they feel they can't hang up on people. Mm-hmm. And it's perfectly, perfectly okay to do that. You, If you feel any sense of urgency, if they're saying, I can't, I can't wait, you have to give it to me now, and we'll get into some more specifics later, but it is okay to hang up on people. Right, and and that whole urgency thing is, as you say, one of the hallmarks of this, to try and push people through to be complicit or help them with their duplicity before you start to think about it, right? So if it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Correct. So what I would like to have a takeaway from this is caregivers, those family members, friends, if you have a loved one who is a senior, sit down and talk to them and let them know these things are going to happen. You can't trust everybody and have a plan in place. So for example, the um, government impersonation scams, we'll we'll start with that one. It, It really is hard to put them in order because what happens is it's a cycle. And if they're not getting a, the um, criminals aren't getting enough traction with one, they'll bounce to another for a while. Uh-huh. But we always get that government impersonation scam, you know, where it's the IRS calling or Social Security or even Medicare. Have you ever received one of those? Not yet, but so far I'm pretty good at not picking up calls I uh, that I think are illegitimate. <laughs> that's great. And that's wonderful advice to everybody to, you know, look at your caller ID that you have that voicemail for a reason, let it go mm-hmm. to voicemail. Yeah. But then don't get tricked. If they're threatening, let's say the victim has unpaid taxes and they threaten to arrest if they don't pay up immediately, or they may say um, that they're from social security and um, or Medicare and their benefits will be cut off. 
if you don't give the um, personal identifying information, this is very common to create this type of theft. Uh-huh. So government imposters, you know, they may demand specific forms of payment, like a prepaid debit card, cash or wire transfer. And um, using special technology, they can often spoof the actual phone number. This has happened to me before yeah. in my own house. It is bizarre when that comes across. But we were sitting there and it was actually my desk phone calling. And it, I knew it couldn't have been my desk phone calling because I was the last person to close the building down. So that was that was bizarre. But so if people don't understand what spoofing is, are these criminals will make the call look like it's coming from the IRS or coming from Bronson Battle Creek Hospital or Oakland or wherever. The problem is these folks are getting smarter and smarter. And by the time we're catching up with what they're doing, they're on the next way to mm-hmm. scam us. They just trick us into thinking that's a caller from a valid source. And it's right. Not. And that's even more reason to ignore a call that doesn't look familiar. Absolutely. Uh, let it go to voicemail because it probably really isn't. What do you think about this? Uh, this one suggestion I've heard, if the person asking for your information is not someone you called, that is to say they called you, then you can presume that it's not legitimate, or at least a pretty good chance it isn't, as opposed to if you called uh, a certain place and they're asking you for payment information, then you called them, uh, it's probably a legit connection. There's validity in that, right? Oh, absolutely. Just like you said, if they called you asking for information, hang up. If they call you and say, is this, you know, I don't know, Lila Brown, and you say yes, they could just be recording the yes, and then they're going to hang up on you because they now have your recording on your voice, and believe it or not, they can go and do more damage just with that recording. Mm -hmm. So don't even answer it. If you do answer it for some reason, you, you think it's legit because you've been, been spoofed. If they ask you a question right in the beginning like that, do not answer that question. Just hang up. And then you know what you do? You look up the number and you call them. I'm sure you've heard the IRS is not going to call you. Social Security is not going to call you asking for identifying information. The police are not going to call you because we're at your door. We're coming in five minutes. If you don't pay X amount of dollars, there's going to be a warrant for your arrest. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't happen. Right. And those agencies are pretty good at saying exactly that. We will never call you and ask you for your personal information. So know that. Yeah, but what what do they do? They're preying on the older population who often has the cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. And you know, I work in this field, and I remember a couple of years ago going home, and my my husband's retired, and he's like, got a call from the IRS. They want you to call them, and I'm just like, everything I've taught you, and and he's just like, well, it was so it was so legit. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, if it can happen in our household, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know about these things. That's right. 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 All right. What are some others? So the sweepstakes, the lottery scam where, you know, you've won a prize of some kind. If you want to get your winnings, you have to make sure you send money or cash. See a thing. You always have to send something to get something. Right. So yeah, that's not how it's going to work. And, you know, sometimes this can be thousands of dollars worth. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. You know, they say, well, this covers the taxes and the processing fees. 
they also are so tricky that they'll spoof a number and it can look like the publisher's clearinghouse, oh. which is so popular among the older population. One step further is they will create a dummy website that looks exactly like the publisher's clearinghouse. They'll tell you to look at this and there may just be something a little wrong, like maybe they spelled clearing wrong or or maybe they forgot the E on house. There's ways to tell, but you do have to be trained in how to spot those. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah, fair enough. What about texting? I want to tell you, my mother gets a zillion texts, and I think some of them continue because she responds to them. I think this is a new way to engage folks who might not realize there's scam potential in some of that, right? You're absolutely right. And isn't that scary? Our own handheld device, our phone, they can still try to entrap us. And it's nice that the do not call registry now allows you to um, go ahead and register your cell phone. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you're aware of this. You get out, you let's say you answer the call. And even if you hang up, you are put on a list that I don't know, let's call it live person list. I I got a person. Uh They're going to sell that. And then that list gets sold and it just keeps going on and it's a domino effect. And so you get, uh, you'll start getting more calls, which sounds like that's what happened to your mom. Mm -hmm. And it even goes one step further in that if they say press one to opt out of these calls, guess what? Somehow now with technology, you are getting more calls. So that Uh doesn't even work. It's so frustrating. So the do not call registry, do not call.gov, I believe it is, uh, is legit. You can put your number on there and, and that will ward off at least some of this, I suppose. Yeah, it does. I know it has worked for my phones, Mm -hmm. but the problem is if I want to get 20% off Oh, I don't know, Pine Tree Lane Clothing Boutique, and I go ahead and hit that. By doing that, I'm accepting calls that could be hundreds of calls because you've just done it to yourself. All these little things you don't even realize have such an impact. Opens the door for more. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so complicated. So uh, what others do you see often that you want to talk about? Computer tech scams, the um, older population is definitely prone to this one because many of them are not as computer savvy as the younger generation. These are just preying on older people's lack of knowledge about computers and cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. So you get that pop-up message or blank screen that usually appears on a computer or phone saying your device is damaged and needs fixing. So what do you do? You're like, oh my gosh, this, this is so crucial because for so many older adults, that's their only link to the outside world. So they panic and then they call the number that pops up Mm -hmm. for support. And then you're just going down a rabbit hole. And again, guess what they're demanding? Yeah. A fee to fix it. Right. So in 2021, this Internet Crime Complaint Center fielded like 14,000 calls or something like that from older um, victims. Guess how much money in losses occurred in 2021. Oh, it has to be millions. Yes. 238 million. Oh my word. That's just this one crime. So any of these facts I'm throwing out, I got from the National Council on Aging or the um, Federal Trade Commission, which Uh is amazing for 
information. So, right. Huh. Okay. Any others that uh, you have seen more recently that are of concern? This one pulls at the heartstrings for people, the grandparent scam. Oh, yes. Yes. So, you know, it's a simple one and it's devious. So what happens is the scammers call a grandparent and which you can find that information online easily or social media. Mm -hmm. And they say something along the lines of, hey, grandma, do you know who this is? Well, he sounds kind of like Joe. It's like, yeah, it is Joe. Then there's that trust factor right there. And then the fake um, grandchild says that I need some money for an urgent financial problem, you know, overdue rent, maybe car repairs, some even do jail. And they beg the grandparent not to tell anyone. And of course, the grandparents going to not tell anyone. Right. And that's how they, you know, will send the, vi- the gift card, money transfers. And unfortunately, there's no way to recover the money when they when they do it that way. Sometimes your personal credit card, there's protections built in for that. But these scammers are too smart. They're not going to accept money from your personal credit card. That one's pretty low to uh, to call and impersonate a grandchild and then try to exploit money as a result of that. And sometimes over the phone in an urgent sounding situation, I'm in jail, whatever the Mm -hmm. urgency uh, is, a person might be, well, maybe this is Joe. And, right. and, uh, and they go with it. That's where I was saying front loading would be great because the family could sit down with mom and say, mom, if you ever get any call, we're not going to get mad. Hang up, call us. So for example, with, if somebody were to do that with me, I would hang up and call my granddaughter's mom and say, Hey, do you know where Kylie is? And they would say, well, yeah, she's sitting right here. Mm-hmm. So it's taken care of. Another great one that I wish more people would do. Remember when your kids were little and you had a password, like if anybody's going to pick you up at school, make sure they tell you Red Rover. Uh Uh-huh. Have a password. So all you have to do is say, what's our family password? That's a great idea. And if they don't know it, then it underscores your suspicions. If you thought to ask, then you already had a suspicion. And you got to be smart about that because if your loved one has cognitive decline, of course, you can't do that. But um, most of the time that that works just fine, which is a good segue into our next problem that I'm sure young and old fall into this one. You know, those Facebook quizzes and fun games to play. See it all the time. Those are so dangerous. They're collecting data on you. I mean, what are they asking you? What's your favorite Mm -hmm. dog? What's your favorite color? And one or two may not be harmful, but then you get caught up in doing this and then you share it on Facebook and other people do it. And it just blows my mind. I've seen that a lot. Those posts that want you to talk about your favorite things, colors, cars, whatever it might be. And when you comment on that and then it gets shared and other people see it, scammers maybe, they use that information to try and target you. So if you have a password, they might try one of those answers as your password. So uh, now they'd have access to your information. Yeah, it's best to stay away from all of that stuff. 
on mm-hmm. uh, social media, the games and and these uh, what are supposed to be innocuous uh, uh, little uh, comments and chat kind of things like what is your favorite color and that sort of thing. Right. They're revealing information about you. That's incredible. You know, you brought up an interesting thing, uh, talking to our loved ones about how these things can happen and, and what to do in those situations. Is that um, generally what you recommend when you're talking to family members of uh, of seniors and, and, and maybe they're asking you, how do we keep mom from touching that text that says, click this link to play a game or something how do you uh, convince them not to do that? Sitting them down and talking about these situations is helpful, and I assume part of what you recommend. Right. You know, I like to always put it back to real stories. And I remember I was at the homeless um, vet stand down fair once, and we were giving away socks. And somebody came up to our table and she just stood there and I thought she wanted socks. So I'm <laughs> like, well, I can give you more socks if you want. And she's like, no, I just really want to talk to you. You're from the area agency on aging. And um, I want to talk to you about a scam. And she said that um, she explained what happened. She fell for it. She was a checker at Kmart. They found out that she was a checker there somehow called her said you have to send x amount of dollars and um she went up and sent it she got out to her card no you need to send more luckily the person at the store caught on something was wrong Uh um unfortunately they weren't able to get the money back but they did stop a second transfer sure this happened in our town right within a few blocks of each other from Kmart to the store where she went to get the card Mm -hmm. their ears perk up so I I try to relate it to something like that and I let them know that there's nothing to be ashamed of that woman wouldn't talk about it for a long time and she was with her best friend her best friend had never heard about it and this Mm. woman started crying she goes I was ashamed to tell anybody so it's just really important to front load them let them know there's no shame talk to them about that grandparent scam maybe um, I would suggest that you have numbers handy for them in case something should happen so out of a panic they if they have to call the police um, call your bank if you think money has been taken from your account but have all those numbers handy for them 